This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. hear you keep talking hello 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 okay i'm just gonna put you up because i think you speak quietly i do oh my god (laughs) (laughs) if you ever get passionate then i'll have to turn it down okay okay if i ever get back we're waiting 32 years it hasn't (laughs) happened yet but maybe we're back here still in my living room quarantine is now three months extended so yes still doing the podcast from the couch Welcome to another episode of Just a Tip, an advice podcast that's equally about its tangents as it is about its tips. I'm your host, Megan Batoon, and today to help me help you, Tony's back. How haven't you learned your lesson yet? Haven't gone anywhere, really. None of us have. (laughs) Why am I back on here? Why haven't you learned from the mistake you already made? Well, first of all, I think you're a great guest. (laughs) Secondly, I have no other options. I think you're... (laughs) I think you're very good at hosting podcasts. I That's think nice. I think you're very bad at choosing guests okay. for podcasts. Very, very fine. Crumbs is right there. Have him have him on the podcast. Dude, Crumbs and I have been going through a rough patch. Is it possible to go through a rough patch with He's your He's not very pets? nice. He really isn't. Before the podcast, we were talking about the French. There's <laughs> a definite possibility he's French. That's so funny you say that because we used to call him Monsieur Crumb. Okay. In Lavalier, I think that's a kind of a French name. Oh, I don't for know sure. if it is. No, it, there's an I. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> what just happened? All right. Okay. Uh, we have a mishap. <laughs> yeah, I totally ruined the crumbs by you know breaking your studio. <laughs> I love that you call this a studio. It's a studio. I guess it is. It's your studio. Okay. We hang out in your studio. We don't leave this room. We don't often. The good thing about it is it's getting redone, so it feels like it feels like we have put in stake and we're seeing it evolve. You are, I guess you're 33% done with the room? That's right. Amazing. I'm very stoked. Looks amazing. It's a visual medium and this podcast is not. I know, last time I talked about how good the food was, they can't taste the food. <laughs> this time I go right to the walls. No, but that, <laughs> that's good. You're using your senses. Okay. But that's like a descriptive exercise. Mm-hmm. Are you good with adjectives? Absolutely not. There's not very many things I'm good at. 
What are you the best at? Air hockey. Come at me with air hockey. Really? And it's quiet for you. <laughs> have you ever played at Dave and Buster's when they have the they do normal air hockey? Oh yeah. And then they have all those tiny little ones. Oh yeah. Oh That's yeah. Insane. And, yeah. I yeah. It's over for it. I don't like air hockey because uh, it hurts a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming for blood. <laughs> oh my god. I'm an easy bleeder. <laughs> Oh my god. So last time we had you on the pod, I love we. Literally just me. It's you and crumbs. Me and crumb. Lavalier we can't even joke she gives a shit. <laughs> she hates me. Doesn't like me much either. I don't think she likes a lot of things. Mm-hmm. She is You know what she loves French. Coronavirus. She loves it. <laughs> She's coronavirus number one fan. She's something else. I don't I can't relate to her. <laughs> I can't. I'm not. See, I'm not. What I'm really bad at is directing it towards things that only we can talk about. What do like, you mean? all the people listening are like, are we talking about her fucking cat right now? Like, oh, I think everyone knows that Lavalier's a bitch. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. <laughs> okay, last time that I had you on the podcast, we talked majority about food and about quarantine. Yes. And I know many people probably are over hearing about quarantine. So this time we're going to do a normal Just a Tip episode structure where we've got some games and we've got some questions from the audience. And that begins with a game I like to call Bursts of Firsts. Oh, God. This is one round of rapid fire questions, everything from your first job to the first time you'd cried in public, if you can remember, etc. Whenever I yell stop, you have to either explain, elaborate, or tell the full story. Okay. I've listened to every episode of your podcast. I think it's hilarious that you're like, don't look at it, because that will. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't look at don't look at the screen. Don't look at it, because you you don't know what's coming next. Here's the thing. Okay. Usually, you can't see what's on my screen. Mm-hmm. I have a computer screen that's pulled up because and she just means because I have bad vision. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I usually can't see it. <laughs> All right, so here we go. What was your first job? I was a cart boy at Sam's Club. Wow. I won't say wow to that. What was your first cell phone? Um, the first thing that comes to mind is the sidekick, but like... Ooh, cool kid. First pet peeve to come to mind? Uh, aggressive drivers. Do you have road rage? No, I... Yeah, maybe I do. (laughs) Cool, we're learning. Maybe I do. First kiss location? I think it was on the monkey bars in elementary school. First major purchase? Probably like a car. But I don't know. Yeah, probably my car. Probably a car. First choice in a karaoke book. Um, What's Love Got to Do With It? Tina Turner. Really? Yeah. Nice. That was just the first one I did. I think I did the Chumbawamba song before that, but Tina Turner. Oh, that's a crowd pleaser. Yeah, but I didn't choose that one. You didn't choose it? No, I got roped in. We move on. This is supposed to be burst of her. <laughs> it's not, we're not bursting right now. First internet screen name. Um, I think it was Tony is a blast at AOL.com. That sounds like a fucking male escort name. What was I, <laughs> why did my parents let me do that? Your parents knew about your internet screen name? Yeah, I think they helped me make it. I was like, you know, that was eight. First thing you think when someone doesn't answer the phone. Well, they died. Of you know, course. Yeah, they must be dead. First celebrity crush. Um, uh, either the girl who played Gabriella in Brink. The Pink Ranger. Oh my God. Or uh, the girl from Max Keeble's Big Move. Okay, go on. <laughs> oh, Pink Ranger was everybody's first. Oh, yeah. First concert. Um, I, I think like uh, I went to see like Heart, the band from like the 60s with my dad. But I, I my first like concert that I, I Blink-22, Jimmy Eat World, uh, Green Day. Whoa, first scar. Uh, I have a scar on my hand. I don't remember what it's from. I think it's from like punching a kid when I was a kid. Oh my god. Yeah, I was a violent child. Really? No. 
So you're a current liar. Yeah, I'm a liar now, and I was violent when I was a kid. <laughs> First thing you do when you like someone? Um, just avoid them. Yeah. <laughs> I Wait, I want to stop because I bury it and never speak about it. Why do we all do that? Do we all do that? We all do that. I don't know that because I leave. I'm not there. I've asked this question upwards of a hundred times. I know. And a lot of people avoid. Why is that? I don't know. Is it because we're afraid of rejection or is it because if we avoid, then it's like, oh, you don't have my attention. Well, I think my taste in women is women who don't like me. Like, that's what I find attractive. So, like, if I stay around and they like me back, then I'm like, gross. What a gross bitch. I think that (laughs) when I like someone, I do the same exact thing. Okay. But do you think that we are looking for our parents in the people that we are attracted to? No, no. Are you sure? Because like, really, like what I'm really attracted to is like someone who's not like stressful and my parents both, like both of them stress me out so much. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. My mom is pretty high strung just like I am, but my dad is pretty reserved. He's a dad. All dads are dads. Yeah. You get it. Like mm-hmm. the brand I've of dad, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, am I looking for someone who's kind of like... You think people are either looking for their parents or looking for the exact opposite of their parents? Yeah, maybe. Because I feel like when we're younger, we're understanding, like there's a parent-child dynamic that gets ingrained in us. And like you can either be codependent or you can be completely like turned off by it. But I think in the end, for me personally, and like a, a lot of women I've talked to, we're searching for something completely different. But the people that we fall into are always similar to our parents. Because we're like looking to fill that void of like what we had. The first time we understood what love was. Okay. And the way that our parents treated us in that dynamic, we're trying to recreate in our adult relationships because that's what we register as love. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. That's probably why I haven't been in a healthy relationship since, you know. Bush was in office because you aren't because, stressed like, I, out not, in relationships. I'm not there yet. Like I'm not. I'm not looking. Like I'm not comfortable with anything. So <laughs> the last time I was comfortable was like you know 2007. Is that true? I'm never comfortable. What do you mean? You say that couch is the most comfortable position it's very comfortable. ever. It's very. I like. Yeah. It's. Uh, yeah. I think I kind of hang out at a normal, like a, a high anxiety. Same. When are you the most comfortable? Um. Probably like right now. Like, I mean, this cool. like like when I have a couple days to do nothing and I'm just like hanging out with you. Nice. Aww, and that's sweet. I am going to cut that out. Okay, good. <laughs> no, I, just because I need to take the credit and crumbs doesn't need to hear that. Oh, you're just cutting. I thought you were cutting the whole question nope, out. You're just, just when part. I gave crumbs credit. Okay. Yep. No, that makes sense. He needs to start acting better. I think my parent and child relationship with him has been fractured because I think I gave him too much love as a child. You want to just like drop him off at Target? Oh my like, God. Go pick him up in like 12 hours and see, you know, a little more help, like a little more happy to be around you. They would not have any food left. He would eat all of the stock. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. No, no I think we come back in an hour and he's like shift manager. <laughs> he's, he's fired a hard two worker, teenagers. Just- yeah. <laughs> Just like his mom. Just like, oh, yes. my God. Okay, moving on. Okay. First show you binge watched. Uh, the Sopranos. First excuse you make when trying to cancel plans. I don't want to do that. Do you really say that? I just, um, I usually won't cancel plans. Like, it takes a lot. Usually, I'll because I don't want to do it. But if I think if I want to actually cancel at the end of it, I'll just be like, I don't want to do it. Let's not do it. And you'll say that? I think so. Whoa. But, I mean, I've probably canceled plans very few times. If I make plans, I want to do it. Really? Yeah. Do you ever make plans you don't want to do? 
Sure, but then, you know, I just absolutely ghost it. Just never talk to him again. But really? Yeah, someone's still waiting for me at, uh, at Old Time Pottery. Oh my God. <laughs> or at the plaster house. Remember the plaster house? No. Okay. Those are bad examples from the 90s. Do you remember a place called Garden Ridge? No. Okay. Is that a Florida thing? Is that Maybe is that it from... is. It, maybe it's an East Coast thing, but it, I think it was like the first type of home goods store I've ever heard of in my life. It was like my, it was the initiation into Oh, maybe becoming... it's a Jacksonville thing. Oh, maybe it is. But like that's what old time pottery was. In, right. In, in uh Central Florida when you were still a Jacksonville kid. Yeah. A Jacksonville kid. 904 life. Okay, lastly, first time you cried in public. I don't know if I've ever cried in public. Yeah, you don't cry often. I remember my senior year of high school, we lost to Jacksonville Sandalwood, my high school football team. Yes. uh, And I walked around the parking lot crying. Openly? Just weeping. We weren't supposed to lose. You were, of course, you're never supposed to lose a game. And we lost. Dang, but like, was it bad? It was bad. Like, how bad? This really nice kid named Maurice Wells ran for like 400 yards in us, and we all cried. Everybody cried. I was crying. What position did you play? Linebacker. And That's I wasn't, like a, I wasn't very good. An important one, right? Yeah, but I was bad. How do you be a good linebacker? You tackle people, and I didn't tackle people. That seems like something you would love to do. <laughs> no, I, I, I would. Wait, but what? I just didn't. <laughs> Therefore, you cry in the parking lot. Why did you not do your job? I, I've been asking myself for, you know, how long ago did I graduate? Like 14 years, Megan. And you still don't have an answer? I have, don't have an answer. What is the one sport where if someone was like, I'll give you $500,000 if you can do this sport? Oh, my gosh. Well. Well? Yeah. Oh, there's, I mean, I have no idea. I mean, maybe Olympic lifting, but like it has to be like a, a sport that's on TV and stuff. Something What's, with a ball, I guess. Oh, something with a ball. I think I'd be good at rugby. Oh. I've only like messed around with it, but like I think I have like the right, I don't know. <laughs> I think I have the right body type for it. I'm short and like kind of strong and like don't mind collisions, but like, you know, Whoa. I could play one game and then, you know, they'll bury me because I'll be dead. Oh my God. I don't think I would be able to do any sport. What are you talking about? No, I think I can do sports that don't include balls. Like, I think I do cheerleading. You're a very good cheerleader. I was a pretty good cheerleader. I'm a better dancer than cheerleader. Lacrosse was super huge in our high school for a bit. You played lacrosse? No, my sister did. I remember. And like all the cool girls did. I don't think I maybe think they're not cool. It. I think you remember the the Jeremiah's girls are cool and lacrosse <laughs> girls are cool. Maybe and the, I think you're over two. The girls that did lacrosse, maybe they just like were the rich girls. I felt like I had. There's good not that much equipment aim. in lacrosse. You'd think that like the rich kids are playing something like more equipment. Polo. <laughs> Polo. Oh yeah, that's the rich kid sport. Are you ready for the question? Let's go. Question of the day. This is from a 19 year old. Paint a picture for us what your life was like when you were 19 years old. So you can we can both get into our... Uh, I moved to Tallahassee, Florida. Um, I knew you then. Yep. Um, I didn't do anything. Like, I had a full load of classes, and, like, I'd go, like, three times a week, maybe. <gasps> You'd be paying for these Went classes? Went to California Chicken Grill. What's that? I remember in my mind, California Chicken Grill was in Tallahassee. Uh, West Pensacola, what's up? 
um, was uh, like the best the place in the world. The map is waving back. <laughs> no, it's, it's literally a street. I remember in my head it was like the best place ever. And like before I uh, moved here, like when I was driving through, I stopped and ate that and it was disgusting. <gasps> and like my whole like brain was like, I love that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like we remember things so much better than they actually are. It's all the feeling. It's all the, like the feeling that went with it. Yeah, I think we also romanticize the past. Do you know every time that you remember something, you mess with remembering? Like your memory, you can't trust your memories because every time you access a memory, you're clouding it with something else. Yeah. So nothing is how we remember it. Do you ever have that thing where you have this like vivid memory, but then you realize it was a dream? (gasps) No. I have those, like I have these like weird dreams from my childhood and then I'll, I'll go deep into them and I'm like, wait a minute. I was flying into the clouds. I think that was a dream. Oh my God. I wasn't a pilot as a toddler. Do you have vivid dreams? No, I don't think so. Whenever I do, I like remember little pieces of them, but not like you. You've told me some of your dreams and I'm like, I'm amazed. My dreams are wild. Did you also know that- Please tell me. (laughs) When you're dreaming, you're obviously in REM, but REM- Oh, that's a great band. Losing my religion. Go ahead. Yeah. The REM state is actually not deep sleep. So the more you dream, the less good recovery sleep you're getting. Wait, say that again? So like when you, if you're awake, you're awake. If you're about to go to sleep, you're like in this like haziness. Then right away, as soon as you get under that first layer, that's REM sleep. And then the deeper sleep you get, you're not dreaming in REM anymore. So if you dream a lot, you're not getting really deep sleep. Well, maybe that's what I'm doing. Maybe that's why it always sucks when I sleep. I can't fall asleep and then I, I never feel rested. Maybe it's like I, you know. I'm having too many dreams. Maybe. I'm not remembering them. <laughs> yeah. It's bullshit. Getting, getting screwed. Okay, so w- anything else that we need to know about your 19-year-old self? Uh, it was like my first time with freedom, and I just didn't <gasps> do well with it. I used to drive to Knoxville every weekend. I had a girlfriend who went to University of Tennessee at the time, and like there was a six-month stretch in Tallahassee where I was never there on the weekend. Because like football season was over. So like from the end of football season to when I went home for the summer, there was never a weekend when I was in Tallahassee. I either went home, I would go to Jacksonville, I would go to Knoxville every single weekend. I did the same thing. When I was in college, I would drive every week to Orlando. I remember. So that I could dance. I loved that. But I loved that. What you? Why do you love? Because I was sometimes involved in the drive back. Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, I got to see tunes. This is great. I don't have any friends here. It was such a cool thing. I think we did kind of similar things. Like we went to college, but then we were driving for the, for the majority of whenever yeah. we weren't in class. We moved away, but we weren't really there. Yeah, I didn't have a real college experience because I was so engulfed in dancing in a different city. Mm-hmm. I would drive to the city and then I would come back to college and then do my classes, watch a bunch of Glee in the rec center, and <laughs> I then. Remember that go and facetime my boyfriend or it wasn't even called facetime at the time it, i was skyping him okay and that's literally i went to no parties i went to a karaoke bar one time mm-hmm. i was not in a sorority we didn't our school was a private liberal arts college so there was no sports i, I remember but it was cool looking it looks like harry potter's uh hogwarts it looked like hogwarts <laughs> did you know <laughs> this whole podcast this is like facts i love it i'm loving it you probably do know this because you Go to Universal. Okay. Um, but you're not allowed to call it Harry Potter World. It's called the Wizarding yeah, World yeah, of yeah. Harry Potter. I, I try not to be the asshole that corrects people when they say it. But yeah, yeah, I knew that. I loved the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Like, it was my favorite thing. Really? Ever. It was one of my favorite things. City Walk, Disney Springs, Universal, Disney were awesome. I bought in. Tell me how you feel about Butterbeer. Was it everything no, that... No, it kind of sucked. Really? I didn't like it. What is it? 
It's just butterscotch. Um, yeah, it's like butterscotch and like cream soda. It's butterscotch cream soda, I think. And oh. uh, and I, I wasn't I wasn't about that life. Can you get it alcoholic? Yes. Cool. But I don't actually know what's in it. So you're a huge Harry Potter fan. I am. Which... I sound really cool now, don't I? <laughs> When, you guys were wondering before. You were like, "Is this guy cool? He's probably not cool." And then she said the Harry Potter thing, and you were like, "Knew it." When the Wizarding World came out, because mm-hmm. you listen to the audiobooks all the time, you've seen all the movies. When you were able to finally be in it, yes. and fully immersed in this world, what did that feel like? Well, I was in uh, in film school then, and somebody knew that it had cold opened. It just opened one day. Like, not everything was done, but, like, 85% of it was done. And someone was just like, hey, they're not, like, telling anybody, but it's open. You can just go if you <gasps> go to Universal. And I literally, when I read that text message, I stood up and really? walked out of class. And no. went right then. And I was so scared I was going to get in trouble. And I got there, and there were other people that were in my class there. <gasps> other people had gotten up and walked away. Film kids. Film kids. Did you feel like a visceral reaction of just like being in a world that you've read so much about yeah it was definitely like it was a lot it was like too much to did you cry i don't think i cried but i think no i definitely didn't cry i don't the only time i cried in public is sandalwood um <laughs> thanks a lot Never Maurice forget. wells um <laughs> probably if i if i had to do that day over again i would have like gone by myself and just done it over eight hours like i just I had to walk slow and see everything yeah because it wasn't until i started going back in the last couple of years like for like halloween horror nights i would i would go to wizarding world as well and then i would see it and just like be amazed my favorite part about the wizarding world is the <laughs> is the cafeteria you know that that's very on brand I know. we're not gonna talk about no i'm just kidding um we can't but uh <laughs> i think it's beautiful my issue i don't really have many issues with it because i don't know harry potter like in and out like a lot of my friends do but say that there was oh my god i keep on like wanting this to happen but say there was a charlie and the talk factory or like a willy wonka world yeah i don't know if i would be able to do it like i'm i love it so much that i would just i would be nitpicky and then i would also be overwhelmed that's how i'm gonna be when we watch uh the Hamilton show, like we oh watch Hamilton God. on Disney Plus. Like I it's know gonna... Hamilton is coming to Disney Plus on July third. I'm gonna be unbearable. I don't know if I'm gonna handle myself. We're gonna watch that together. It's gonna be I... like a Thursday. I'm gonna cry. You're gonna talk to me again on a Sunday. The You're whole... just gonna be like, I'm sick of this dude. <laughs> the whole time I'm gonna cry. I'm definitely crying in Burn. <laughs> like, oh my God. Burn's the one that gets you. It doesn't get you. The one that gets me is uh, it's quiet uptown. When, like when they when when the, the like the chorus or whatever says he's going through the unimaginable. Yes, sobs. Oh, I have I have full body chills. No, I <laughs> I think that like when burn happens when she's she does this like I can't do it. I'm a terrible <laughs> thing But she's like you 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 and it's like okay. she has like a grit in her voice and just yeah, like yeah. like a tangible sorrow. Yeah, it's just so real. I was I don't listen to that song a lot, and that might be why. Like, I don't it might listen be, like, to too it often. Much. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Back to us being 19. Oh my God. I'm 19. That's how far we got. We just did 20 minutes on the first three words of this question. I looked, <laughs> yeah, we haven't way. even looked. We're going to have to take a break before the question. Let me think of anything that like, oh, I think I'm moving to LA when I'm 19. No. I, I was 20, but like I'm getting ready. I was in college. I moved back to Orlando. I had briefly went to college in yes, North in, Florida. Yeah. Came back down because I kept on dancing. And that's when you started dancing. I, yeah, basically. Started dancing wow. when I was 18. So I was like full-fledged dancer. Yeah. I was going to school for graphic design. Never thought I would be on YouTube or have a podcast or live in LA. Crazy. 
Okay, so when we're 19, we have no idea. I just remembered your boyfriend at the time, and now I'm feeling so funny. Which one? He had a, you know, fingerless gloves. No. Parrot yeah. on the shoulder. Yeah, that was... <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a pirate. He wore eyeliner, which is fine. Nah, he was super nice. Now, but then super nice, but quite the character. No, it was it was the talk about passion. It was like <laughs> the most the passionate fighting I've ever seen. It was like a really bad relationship. <laughs> Sorry, I brought that up. <laughs> it's fine. I'm literally fine with it now. So nineteen, we basically don't know what our life is going to be, and we had. We just had no clue about anything. Cool. Now that we're in the mindset of a 19-year-old. Mindset of a 19-year-old. Let's hear our question. So, um, I'm currently 19 years old, and um, I just wanted to know, um, how do you know if your friends are toxic? Because for me, I, I feel like they're toxic because I always try to hang out with them. I always try to text them, talk to them. But they don't really, you know, do the same for me. I always feel left out. And when I talk to them about them, they always say, no, dude, you're just being secure. We always hang out with you. We always like text you, but I'm the one always doing the texting. And I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know if it's me being like imagining things or if they're actually toxic. I'm just confused. And everyone, even my own sister and some of my other friends, are saying, "No, dude, these guys are just they're just manipulating you. They're just using you." And I don't want to like cut them off because I'm just like scared like to be like alone again because. The friends who I say this, they're already like in like the military. My sister like so far away and set up in like a college, and I'm just here alone. So yeah, if you can give me like any good advice, that'll be that'll be great. Thank you. Oh my gosh, my heart! Wow, I have so many thoughts. What? I, I do too. What are you thinking? You gotta lose those. You gotta lose those. That's friends, what I'm man. thinking too. I think these are bad friends. Yeah, but there's like good parts to it as well. Like you're not losing. They're not your friends. You know what I mean? Right. They're they're not who you thought they were. So like the second you realize they're not really your friends. You're not losing anything. Yeah, you're not losing anything. You're just, you're coming to a realization that like, this isn't what I thought it was, but good news, I'm done with them. Right. And I think the hardest part is that if, if these are some of the, I guess, closest people to you, and if you get them out, I was going to say ex-nay. Yeah. <laughs> No, like, you is that like, is that pig Latin or am I, is that just dumb? I think it might be pig Latin. Exne would be next. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I barely speak English. <laughs> but like, if you remove them, then you have no one. He said he's scared of being alone again. So that does suck. <laughs> but like, it's not worth keeping bad mm -hmm. friends around just so that you don't have to be alone. Yeah. It sounds daunting, but the second you ditch them, the second they're gone, your life is better. Because right now you got these fake friends in your life and they're like a poison. And yeah. the second you get rid of them, all your like options are open. And, you know, there's always people to be friends with. I'm bad at this, too. Like, I'm I'm an indoor cat. I, Same. Uh, this is definitely one of those, like, you know, what you should do versus what I do. Yeah. Um, should do, would do. Yeah, you got to do better than me. Love a callback. You got to do deep, better. That's a deep cut. If you know what should do, would do is you've been listening to this podcast for a long time. <laughs> I'm I'm the originator of this podcast. Yeah, I'm, you are. This is of, your I'm podcast. The, I'm the Lauren Michaels of this podcast. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Executive producer. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but the good news is like it only gets better. You know what I mean? Like the second you cut them out, the, a world of opportunity is open to you. I mean, maybe not right now because the world is ending. Sure. But um, when the world's done being over... <laughs> If if we're still here, you can make a new friend tomorrow, and there you can 
you can start fresh and that's awesome. Yeah, I feel like as soon as you get the toxicity out, which you already have all these other people telling you that they're manipulating you and using you, that's enough for you to remove yourself from the equation. Because if you have other people telling you that actually care about you, hey, these people aren't here for you. They aren't who he thought they were. Yes. So the, his idea of what his friends are, he's like, I don't want to lose my closest friends, but they're not your closest friends. Because they're not even friends. Yeah, they're not even friends. So you're not losing your closest friends. They're just, you're just close losing liars. These, you're just losing this, you know, this cancer. Right. Cut them out and your day's better. I mean, it's tough. It's probably going to be tough, but like, you know, all the good stuff sucks. That, yeah, nothing worth having is easy. No. I mean, I'm friends with Tunes for like 15 years. You know how many cheerleading competitions I had to put up with early on? Those were Got awesome. Got through it though. Got through it. Thank you for supporting me. <laughs> have you ever had to have a friend break up before? Yeah, and I'm bad at it. I'm bad at doing it in a good way. I'm a ghoster. I'm a ghost. Yeah? I don't like fighting and I usually don't get mad. I just, I think in my head probably I'm like, oh, this is my fault. So, you know what I mean? It's not, that's not good, but it's what I do. And I just quit talking to him. I'm actually very good. That's actually something I'm really good at. I'm good at just, I'm the complete ghost. King Casper. I mean, we have a mutual friend that like said one thing that upset me and I didn't speak with that person for like two years. I unfollowed them today. I didn't no. tell you. Yeah. Now's a good time for a break. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be right back. At <laughs> <laughs> we have a friend that we were really close with and I don't know, you grow up and you grow apart and sometimes it's just like it doesn't align anymore. And I was cleaning out my... Instagram and I was cleaning out I mean I'm going right now through this like huge exodus of a bunch of stuff I'm like I'm cleaning out my closet I'm really curating quality things whether that's my clothes or what's in my house or even the people that is around me like that's you gotta cut it out it sounds like this this conversation has been nonstop, but we just actually stopped recording because I sobbed. Oh my for god! Twenty five minutes. Yeah, it was. I sobbed. It's Maurice Wells, and then <laughs> oh, this. Oh no! Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's huge. But okay, it is huge. Um, I mean, you can comment on. But it. I'm also. <laughs> it makes me sad, but I think like it's just it was inevitable. Yeah, I but mean that person made choices and. I don't think you're at fault in this situation. No. So, I mean, it is, it I, I guess I still love that person. Yeah, same. And, but like, and, you and can love someone but not need them to be around you. Yeah. So in in you. any of your look at you being all healthy and shit. No, honestly, like wow. I was telling my therapist yesterday that I feel the healthiest I've ever felt in a long time. Like we've been eating so healthy. We cook every meal. I'm really cleaning out what I don't need, becoming kind of a minimalist, like a practicing minimalist, not like an actual minimalist, but like really curating only the best around me. And I think that that should go for everyone's inner circles, especially. You need a support group. You need a community that will be there for you. If you have fake friends, realizing that they're fake is the first step in getting them out out of there. Megan's so healthy. And me, like a month and a half ago, one of my closest Florida friends said one thing I didn't like and I haven't spoke to them in a month and a half. Oh my so God. you are over here just being healthy, just cutting out the bad stuff. Cut the fat. Casper. King Casper ghost. ass bitch. 
<laughs> over here being a King Casper ass bitch. I have a question. Okay. He talked about at one point that he feels like he's reaching out to them and he's always texting them, but they're not reciprocating that. Have you ever felt that in a relationship? Yeah, I know that feeling and it sucks. Um, Cause you feel like a burden. You're like, hey, yeah, I- you feel like a burden, and you feel like you're doing something wrong, and you're not. You know, they're just cancer being cancer, right? Like they're not really your friend, so you're not texting your friend, and they're not talking back. You're just texting a person, and bro, it's it sucks, but it gets better the second you decide that they're no longer a part of your life. It gets better right away, and I mean, this is definitely a thing that I say, but I don't do. You got to put yourself out there. You'll make new friends, real friends. Friends you'll be, you know, close with forever. And these fake friends are just getting in the way of that. So right. cut it out and start over. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like if you have a jar. The jar's a tiny little jar. It's a coin jar. It's a really tiny, uh, it's a tiny little coin jar. And it's Megan's jar, so it matches all the other jars perfectly. And- uh-huh, and it's beige. <laughs> and it's maybe woven. So sustainable. So... <laughs> You can only fit five marbles in there. Right now, you've got five rocks. Yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe rocks and diamonds, marbles. What's like something like coal and diamonds? Cool. That's a little bit easier. If your jar is filled with five pieces of coal, you have no room for diamonds. So you need to extract the coal so that you can make room for the diamonds. Right now, you're like clouding your world with dirty ass coal. It's like poison in the well. Yeah, it's fuel for a bad relationship. So get it out of there. Get it out. Cut it. Then you'll have it, room nerd. for the diamonds. Do you know what I mean? I'm like trying to think of like other ways to say the same thing. But like if you don't have enough room because you're saving seats. Yeah. For people that aren't going to show up to your show. Like yeah. you have city of like five front row seats and you're saving them for people that don't give a shit about your performance. Yeah. No, there's other people that would love to see you succeed. There's other people that would like help you with whatever you're doing. They're going to love to be at the show. They would love to be at your show. They, they're going to clap the they're loudest. They're outside and they're like, I hope we get into the show. And you're like, come, come right up here, homie. Right. Say no more. And if you have your seats already filled, mm-hmm. there's nowhere that you can invite new and better supportive people to sit. Mm-hmm. But you want to make sure you're sitting six feet away from that person you know, even though they're new friends and you love them, it's important. You stay. Yeah. Okay. And then you can quarantine together and then you can sit yes. on the same couch. <laughs> yes. Okay. That is my rant. I think this is the last thing I'll say about this, but he said that he doesn't want to cut them off because he's scared of being alone again. What happens? Or, you know, it's okay to be alone. Yeah. It's good. You can get a lot of good stuff done alone. You can work on yourself a lot. You can figure out what you like. You don't always want to be alone, and that's a problem I have. Sometimes I'm like, I, you know, I blink and I realize I haven't spoken to a human in a month, and that's not good. It's not healthy. But like, you know, you're 19, man. You got so much ahead of you. Your 20s are going to be awesome. Your 30s, 30s are the same as 20s now. You're going to have uh-huh, a great yeah. time in your 30s. The possibilities are awesome for you right now. Like, I want to be you. 19, yeah. cut all the bad friends out. Ugh. You go into your 20s. You're just meeting new people. Dude, yeah. it's going to be dope. Starting at 19 is amazing. Well, also, you change so much. You and your interests change. Say that, like, if you did keep these fake friends around, you guys would probably have different interests in, like, three years anyway. Yeah. So taking that time alone to really, like, exactly what you said, figure out what you like mm-hmm. and finding a like-minded community and then getting close with those people, then you'll be set for 
ever. This is only exciting. I've been telling a, a few of my friends this because a lot of my friends are going through huge transitions right now. But when you're met with an obstacle, it's actually an opportunity because you can decide how you want to proceed with it. So like him having fake friends right now is actually a blessing because it's a restart. It's an opportunity for him to go, I don't need this in my life. I can pivot and make room for what I actually do want. It's only exciting. I think we helped. Oh, we definitely helped that kid. Cool. He's doing great. Cool. Okay, we're going to take a break while we give extra advice. You can find at Just a Tip Podcast on Instagram. I'm going to also do a questionnaire this time. I usually don't do one. We should do a joint questionnaire. Okay. Okay. Can you write it? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I love writing. Yeah, I do not. (laughs) Dude, a bunch of people probably have never seen this show, but there's a show called Happy Endings on Hulu. Wonderful. And the character Jane... Uh-huh. I really feel like that's me. And it's crazy. It's like an extreme version it's, of you. It's an extreme version of me, but I, I see a lot of similarities. <laughs> but I like it. Oh, that's good. Like all of like my neuroticisms are a lot to handle. What? I like that word. Neuroticism? Neuroticism sounds wonderful. <laughs> I like being type A. It's, yeah. I feel good about it. I get my shit done and things are how I like them. And Eliza Coop is fucking dope. She's awesome. Okay, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. <gasps> We're back. I just thought of a new game. We're going to play a new game? Um, Maybe. I don't know. I'll tell you the game. I wanted to play this with you when we had dinner one night instead of like watching TV just to go, okay, here's a fun game. This is a game that I think everyone could play with anyone, either to get to know them or to like talk about things you'd never talk about. One time, Tony and I go on a lot of walks and we walk for like six to 10 miles sometimes. And one of our walks, I think I asked you like, let's just bring up topics and tell each other what we think about the topics. Do you remember that? I think so. We do go on a lot of walks. Yeah, we do walk a lot. Oh, I was like, let's talk about things that we haven't ever talked about. And that's so exciting to me. So this is my game pitch is get a big bowl and each person writes like 20 different topics. Okay. 
And then you have to pick a little piece of paper out and unfold it and read the topic. And then you guys just have to talk about what you think about the topic. It's like, a to- it's like an old school topic generator, I guess. Okay. <laughs> but like that's a, a way to like have conversations that you normally wouldn't have. Because sometimes if you're around friends, like I know me and my friends talk about, I don't know. I mean, we, now we talk about Corona. We talk about relationships. We talk about self-work and normal work and kind of fitness and I don't know just like normal stuff that's kind of I don't know can be redundant sometimes but if you like open it up and you're like curly shoelaces you're like here's what I think about curly shoelaces (laughs) and then you can start talking about things that are ridiculous and getting to know people better yeah I don't know how much thoughts I have on I need more thoughts really yeah like Like, I think there's gonna be some like what's your opinion on this I'm like I don't have an opinion on that that's fine you and I talked about that too once we were like there's a lot of things I care about I, and a lot of things I about, don't I, I'm care about. I'm starting to remember this. I'm starting yeah, to remember this. There's like a lot of things I just don't care about. Yeah, I could pretend to care about it because I'm supposed to, <laughs> yeah. but I don't. And that's fine. Like I d- You only got so much bandwidth. Right. I was trying to describe it, describe two people's interests as little circles. And sometimes the circles meet up at like the edge of their circle. If you can imagine like a Venn diagram that was split in oh, half. And then if you push it back together, not to the where they cross, but where they touch, like the two circle circumferences touch. That's like when you can connect with someone, both of you are caring about something, but then you care about like so much that I don't care about. And I care about so much that you don't, but we're our own circles. And then every now and then our circles touch. And isn't that so cool that yeah. when you can connect with someone on something you care about? Yeah. Like I don't like I don't have an opinion on the French. But You're, I love she, Yeah, she's so big on the French. <laughs> I'm wearing red lipstick and I have a I cut a fringe this morning. And a very French shirt. I'm wearing a French shirt a wonderful tucked shirt. Into, yeah. I am like I'm learning French. Okay. This is not about me. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like the French. It should be about you. Uh, okay. Thank you for saying that. I also agree. <laughs> okay. We're going to end this episode with a game I call Tip Jar. Okay. This is called Three Words Only. So I'm going to read a topic suggestion that was sent to us, and we have to give one piece of advice using only three words. The example I always give is if the suggestion is Los Angeles. My three words would be check parking signs. Okay. Okay. What are your three words of advice for macro dieting? Do the work. <gasps> Interesting. Like it's I, not it's not impossible. I like, like if I can do it, anybody can do it. Just do the work. Okay. My macro I have a couple. I wanna say log dinners first. That's a good piece of advice, but I feel like it's not like it's a very practical piece of advice. I would like it to be a little bit more like that's no, that's great advice. Like it is, it's practical advice, but I feel like there's a better piece of advice, like something like body type specific. Oh yeah. Like your macros are never going to be the same as mine. Mm-hmm. We have different body types. Mm-hmm. I'm like two of you. My but just two tips on my pod. Just, <laughs> just two tips. Multiple tips is the name of my podcast. Oh my god. Wait, there's more. That's okay. the name of the podcast. Ooh, wait, there's more is a good podcast <laughs> name. Wait, that's awesome. Should we start a podcast called Let's, Wait, There's More and just talk just about tip. everything? We just give, it starts right when this one ends. <laughs> it's like the after hours but to we, just you have to You have to watch this or ours doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> it's all the bits we cut so out you're about you're going to want to get rid of your friends, bro. Lose them. <laughs> what happened to that guy's friends? I don't know. It's the follow up. Uh-huh. Okay. Three words only for Florida. 
barefoot at Walmart. That's your advice. No, no, that's just what happens. That's what I think. <laughs> that's what I think. I just so think- shoes in Walmart is a good piece of advice yeah, yeah. for people that are already yep. in Walmarts. Mine is Four Rivers Barbecue. Oh, I got. Uh, oh my gosh, Park Ave, bro. <gasps> nice park ave winter park wonderful i like it i love that the third word is bro <laughs> okay three words only on boredom how to deal with boredom quiet is okay wow i think i'm bad at being bored but it's okay like it's good you're just, bad at being bored yeah like i'm bored and i go do shit that i shouldn't oh, do like I, I go you know i just drive around la or i do stupid things and just sit and be still yeah Sit, be still. Those are, wow, those are both really good trios. I'm going to say. That sounds like some hippie nonsense for me, but I really mean it. Okay, well, mine's going to be even more hippie if you think that's hippie. <laughs> um, it sounds weird, but go deeper inside. I hate it. I mean, like. There's go- no way you're going to keep that in this podcast. <laughs> I didn't eat all three words. No, Go deeper. And I was like, this is gone. <laughs> She's cutting this. I'm not because I'm growing. <laughs> I want to say, I want to say like, go inside. Like, so inner, are the dudes listening. Inner work. Enter yourself. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, like are you go okay? inside. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> Journal your feelings. How's that? There you go. But I, I mean, like, I want you to, like, miss frizzle your way down and deep into your soul and explore that. Discover your inner self, like, you know? <laughs> yes. Okay. That's mine. Journal more. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Journal more, bro. It's just bro. We're adding bro. Okay. And like I said, we weren't going to talk about quarantine, but obviously this has gotten extended quite a bit. So we're going to end... The tip jar, three words only game with quarantine. Three words only for quarantine. Um, quarantine. Uh, lean on friends. Yes. Good. Love it. Maybe you can't be around them, but you can talk to them and you can be with them. Like, you know what I mean? You can mm-hmm. you can be with your friends. And you don't have to go through it alone just because, you know, what was his name? Gavin Newsom told us we had to you know. Uh, <laughs> I really couldn't have got through this without, you know, without crumbs. And it's uh, also same. <laughs> and um, yeah, this would be this would be a monstrosity if you weren't I, here. I think if I was by myself, I'd be in my head a lot. And I think with other people around and someone who's such so great to quarantine, I learned that this isn't that bad. Like it's not. Yeah. So, it's not that bad. Right. So many people have it worse all the time. I'm glad I'm not doing it alone. Because I think if I was, I, I wouldn't realize that, like, it's not so bad. Lean on your friends. And, you know, this has been a fun quarantine for me. Yeah, I know. It's hard because it is such a dark subject. But I feel like the bright side of it, if you wanted to look that way, this is a lot of opportunity for us to ask. Or my, my three words is ask yourself more. And it's like, check in with yourself. Ask yourself how you're feeling. What do you want to do? So much of our lives pre-corona was stress induced and on other people's time and really just like wearing ourselves down to the bone and as a person who like had hard work instilled in my literal dna from a child it's hard to be hard on yourself so much and so i feel like 
what this has helped me with is giving myself enough time to really work on the parts that I wasn't able to look at because I was so busy before. And like, I'm obviously still busy, but I'm making sure that I'm asking myself, what do I want to do? What's going to make me happy in that moment? And then giving myself compassion for sometimes when I don't get to finish something. Yeah. I think the way to deal with it was you didn't make it an excuse. Like you didn't make quarantine an excuse to like shut down or be unhealthy about yourself. Like like we've attacked quarantine. Yeah. And that's okay if if we, I mean, in our first month, it was very unhealthy. Oh yeah. It wasn't, you know, you know, they they had us, they, you know, they had us down in the first. They had us for a little bit. (laughs) We shook them off. We kicked it off. But like it was a little bit of dog shit on our shoe for sure. Yeah. It wasn't looking so good. But any, I think we had to go through that in order to get to this stage because I feel like if we were to break this up into stages, this is technically stage three for me, at least like the first stage was like absolute bad, like real bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, I was breaking the law. They were telling us to stay in and I was just go, like not drive on the streets. And I was like, I can't do this. I got to go drive on the streets. And I would just drive for no reason just because I was like, I can't do this. And then I was like, yeah, we good. Like we're actually we're actually OK. We're fine. This isn't that bad. Yeah. I mean, yes, obviously it is bad. But when we think about... Yeah, I mean, on a a (laughs) micro level. On a (laughs) a micro level. On me, because I don't know if you've noticed, but the world revolves around me. Of course. It's about this guy, two thumbs and he's awesome. Isn't it funny how we are all our own protagonists? Uh No, not me. You're the the antagonist in your own movie? I'm the villain in my story. (laughs) I'm the Draco. I just think that's so cool. It takes you out of your own mind for a bit if you're ever upset at something. But if you're like, oh, everyone's doing the best that they can with what they have and they're their own protagonist in their own story, it's no longer about you and it's a little bit easier to be less hard on everyone. That's just... You crushed it. Something I'm saying. Crushed it. <laughs> okay, I'm starving, so... We gonna eat? Yeah, yeah, boy. Best part of the day. Okay, Tony, thank you so much for being here. Not thank that you, you had a choice. <laughs> I'm not even here. I just can't go anywhere else. So you turned a microphone on. Yeah. I was like, if you're already here. This wasn't a choice. Might as well. (laughs) Okay. Where can we find you on the internet if people want to see more of you? I'm everywhere. I'm YMF underscore panda on everything. YMF underscore panda. Nice. Your mom's favorite panda. (laughs) Is that your bio? (laughs) So dumb. Is it your bio? I think my bio is a Doja Cat song. The whole song? Like a link to the Spotify? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like you're promoting a Doja Cat song? I think one of my bios is a Doja Cat song and the other one is a uh, song from La Miz, I think. Whoa. I got to check. I don't, oh, mine's Lorem Ipsum. That's like filler text. It's a graphic design joke. That makes total sense. Does it? Yeah. I think That's a tunes joke. I like it a lot. That's a tunes joke. I'm, <laughs> I support it. Thank you so much. If you have a sticky situation or a burning concern, call us at 805-751-9071. You give us your age and we will give you pretty good advice. I gotta be honest, this one was pretty quality. Thoughts? I could have been funnier. <sighs> That's. What, I feel like that every day of my life. It's we, not always about being funny. It is about being honest. And we were both of those we, things. We crushed it? I think we crushed it. We will see ya in two weeks on Just a Tip. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.